I'm Amy. Hey, I'm Erica. Sorry we missed you at happy hour this week. Oh yeah, you weren't there. Bummer. But no worries, we've got you covered. Yeah, we're rewinding this week's happy hour chat. The dish on pop culture. True crime. Hot topics in the news. And of course, podcasts. So, pour yourself a glass and... Cheers! You're listening to Happy Hour Rewind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Happy Hour Rewind, the show where my co-host Amy and I take you through all of the conversations that you guys missed at Happy Hour this week. Yep, you weren't there, so we gotta fill you in. We do. Amy, how are Mm -hmm. ya? I'm doing okay. Yeah? Yeah, we're recording on Wednesday this week. We are. It's like Tuesday, just didn't happen. I had that Tuesday where... Or I had the day. It just happened to be on Tuesday <laughs> where everything just wasn't great. Yeah. Like nothing was happening. People weren't bothering me, but like that was not the right shirt to wear. That was not the hair I wanted to have for the day. Like nothing would fit. Yeah. And I mean, I was even hitting green lights. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I was like, why am I not getting over it? And then today I hit every red light and I was like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. It's just like, your mood is different. Like, well, life happens. Right. And then there's days it's like, why have you forsaken me? My God. <laughs> Why? What have I done? I know. And then, you know, when you have those days, you can't come home and be entertaining. I mean, that was my thing. I don't know if the show is entertaining anyway, but we do our damnedest. Guys, we're trying for you, most certainly. But no, I know, last night you yawned. I was like, oh, did you yawn? Because I don't think I can do a show. (laughs) I was like, great, let's not do the show. There's always tomorrow. Like Annie's today. Like Annie says, the sun will come out tomorrow. tomorrow. That's your bottom dollar. That tomorrow. Well, podcast? Is that how the song goes? It should be. I haven't seen the show in a minute. I used to, in my room, stand on my bed and belt out that soundtrack, practicing for when Broadway calls. Your inevitable Broadway debut. I, <laughs> to I, which my mom asked that I stop whatever I'm doing up there because <laughs> it is not good. Quit making all that racket. Basically. Um, shall we have a cheers? Let's hit cheers to the okay. Wednesday show. To the Wednesday show. Cheers, my friend. It's time for drink of the week. Yay. What you having? I... I think I'm duplicating last week's beverage. I'm having a Mark West Pinot Noir. Yes, but you had black label last week. And I saw it on the counter. It's yellow yes, I had the yellow label. Yes. Saving myself 70 cents. Also, <laughs> it wasn't available at the 7-Eleven that I like ran by on my way home. I need a drink of the week. Right? 7-Eleven. <laughs> I was at Target this morning getting a lunch after the dentist. And I was like, should I get the drink now? I was like, well, it is 11. <laughs> I don't want anyone here to think that I'm getting, like, a salad and a wine and just crushing my day. No, it was a cool day in Central Florida, so the wine probably wouldn't have boiled in your car. That's exactly what I thought. But still, does it look great if, like, I mean, obviously you can't take it into the office and plop it on the desk and be like, don't worry, it's for my (laughs) podcast later. But also, I mean, I've had wine in the car before, like, for various reasons. Sure. And, you know, I always think that, you know, if somebody's walking through the parking lot and knows my car, they're like, oh, so she needs to uh, crack the bottle as soon as she's on her drive home then, huh? <laughs> Guys, we got to talk to Amy. A wine bottle does fit perfectly in a cup holder, I will say. Not like I know uh, I know from experience. <laughs> from experience. I just like threw it in there one day and I was like, oh, don't, no, no. It has to go in the seat next to you because a cop will be like, ma'am. ma'am. And I'm like, no, it's not open. Well, that at least you have that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Amy? Yes. What are you drinking? You know, I'm actually kind of doing a repeat of last week, too. Do you remember that I had that apothic red blend last yeah, week? I do. I'm having menage a trois. Oh, should I leave you guys alone? <laughs> you, my wine in this microphone. <laughs> uh, me, my wine in this microphone. Um, it's, uh, I forgot what it's called. Shit, as soon as I came in here. I want to say lush, but that's not right. That's just who I am. Red blend? 
it is a red blend from Menage a Trois, but it's called like loft or lush or something. Lush sounds accurate for like a wine. But it's a little on the nose. I don't think they would have named a wine lush. Well. Well, for a Menage a Trois, I don't know. <laughs> it feels dirty now that I'm saying this. Hold yes. on, let me take a sip. Take a sip. Take a <laughs> Cleanse sip, myself. Try again. But yeah, we're drinking yeah. red wine mainly because it's very cold in Central Florida. Yeah, it's a, it's a chilly 70, 70 degrees. <laughs> Look, we're not prepared. No. I've got basically long johns on. Uh, it's cold. <laughs> like I can't I can't take it. My body. And I'm so sorry to those of you in the polar blast yeah, of the north. Totally. I realize that you got 10 inches of show, snow in Michigan this week. Uh, oh no that's insane in one night yeah well it is november so like winter is coming winter is coming in fact what did you post today it's 42 days until christmas i did post that it's 42 days until christmas because i came home yesterday and there were eight boxes (laughs) at our front door from amazon one was from sephora (laughs) and i just like rearranged them in the on like our dining room table and took a photo. I was like, just a reminder, 42 days and Amazon does have two-day shipping. So get your Christmas gifts, y'all. But it makes me feel so terrible because six of those boxes were mine and none of them were Christmas <laughs> gifts. It was all things for me. Actually, one thing for my cat. Oh, perfect. <laughs> but you know, I'm doing subscribe and save on Amazon. So like, yeah. I basically have them send me groceries like laundry detergent and, you know, paper towel and uh-huh. like, stuff that it just it's easier just not to go to the store and buy. And I get coupons and stuff from Amazon. So that means like once a month, though, I get 15 packages from Amazon. Oh, yeah. Because heaven forbid they put them in one box, you know, screw environmentality. Fucking heavy box. Yeah. I came home today and there was a monstrous box at the door that was mine. I did one of those like swipe ups on Instagram where some girl was like, oh, do you want like free soap? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. It's like the Grove Collective or something. Oh, it's really nice soap. It's nice soap. And so like I had to spend like $30 and this monster box came. It was like toilet paper, paper towels, sponges, dish rags, hand soap, bathroom cleaner, toilet cleaner, like um a bucket nice. to keep all of the stuff in because I was like oh I need a bunch of new cleaning things for my bathroom and so it's just sitting in my bathroom just this a huge, giant box, box. I was like not unpacked I was it. like I will get to that this week <laughs> so do you have to be careful that you're maybe on the hook and in two weeks they're going to charge you like $150 if you don't cancel your free trial so there was did you read the fine print no <laughs> I didn't read the fine print but I don't think I signed up for a subscribe Monthly thing. Uh, just but just better double check. Yeah, though the box said thank you on it. Like when they packaged it up, somebody with Sharpie wrote thank you and a smiley face. Okay, now that's delightful. That was super cute. It's very cute. Yes. All right. So, <clears throat> Amy, mm-hmm. that's all the things that we purchased this week. <laughs> for an update for you all. Anything this week that you are obsessed with that's like a shot of the week for you? Yes. What? I cannot. Uh, can't stop. Won't stop. Um, listening to the Billy Joel station on Sirius. It's like there's this one station, and you had to remind me that um, the Billy Joel station starts because it's not all year round. There's this one station that changes out artists every few months. And yeah. like you always tell me, I mean, okay, so it's like Bruce Springsteen some of the year. Yes, James Dave Tan- Matthews Dave all Matthews. over the summer. And it's my favorite thing in the entire world. Well, usually like Christmas time through early winter, I would say. Or yes. like, you know, February. It's Billy Joel time. Yeah. And it just, it makes my heart so happy because they have all these taped segments with him where he talks about 
you know, how he came up with songs and he does little ditties on the piano and like you just hear him live, like just starting to play one Uh of those classic songs. And I'm going to my third Billy Joel concert in February. So I feel like, you know, it's prep for that. Oh, totally. Um, What was I going to say about it though? Oh, that like Billy Joel has been such, like one of my favorite artists for such a long time. Uh And like from my childhood and so many of my favorite artists were be- from childhood yeah, of course. were because my parents played that music. Yeah. So I just grew up listening to it. But funny enough, I had this best friend when I was in middle school who was just kind of an older soul Aww. and she loved Billy Joel. And so she got me into it. I remember asking like my birthday was coming up or something and I asked my mom if she would buy me Billy Joel cassette tapes yes. to play in my Walkman. River of Dreams. And she, yeah, yes, she did buy that River <laughs> of Dreams album for me, but she was like, Billy Joel? Like, <laughs> really? Like, did, did you say, um, you know, New Kids on the Block wrong? Right. <laughs> you know, she's not expecting that. Billy Joe Armstrong? She's not expecting that out of 11-year-old little me. Like, Mom, I want a Billy Joel tape. She uh-huh. was like, uh, all right, great. Nice. Yeah, so many years later, so my parents did like Billy Joel too. Yeah. Uh, they just didn't play him as much as, say, the Beach Boys. Sure. Um, for New Year's Eve several years ago, I actually got to go to a concert with my parents here mm-hmm. in Orlando for, for Billy Joel on New Year's Eve. You were there with yep. your parents too. We had such an amazing night and that's always such a good memory, but like I'm getting to it, I swear. Um, this week I was driving home and I was listening to the Billy Joel station and he was doing one of those like talkbacks where he was talking about kind of other music that inspired him when he was a kid to, um, you know, become a musician himself one day. Uh And he goes, you know, one of the bands that always inspired me was The Temptations. And of course, their classic song, My Girl. And he started playing a little ditty of My Girl and singing it. And like, I almost had to pull the car over because my dad and I's song was My Girl. And I just felt like, for those of you that may have been listening for a while, you may know that I lost my dad earlier this year. And I just feel so strongly that that was my dad sending me a message of, hi, I hear you. I see you listening to Billy Joel. I remember that concert. I know you're going again. You know, whatever the message was, it was just so, it had to be from my dad to me. And it just has been sitting on my heart and making me feel good. I'm getting teary. Sorry. No, but it's good. It was such a great moment this week. Oh, yeah. I'm really happy for you. I know how much that song meant. Yes. Means to you and your dad. Yes, it did. Yes. It did. What's your shot? Tell me. Well, so speaking of driving, Mm -hmm. I learned about a new app this week called On My Way. Yes. Where you download this app and it pays you for every mile you drive without your phone, with your phone in the lock mode. Right. It's paying you to not text and drive. So a coworker of mine has been talking about this for so long. Her and her husband went to... I almost said old Key West. That's a resort at Disney. Went to actual Key West. <laughs> the real island in Florida. Comma, Florida. <laughs> and they left his phone in locked mode and made so much money. So for every mile, you get 10 cents. And like, you can still listen to music. You can still make phone calls. And so she was like, you know, she like, made like 100 bucks driving to Key West. And I was like, okay, okay I, I got to have this. Downloaded it last night at 5 o'clock. Today, I'm up $3 already. Just okay. from driving. And you sent me the link. So uh-huh. I'm definitely going to sign up and do that too. Because I do I do plenty of driving. Yeah. I mean, as all Central Floridians really kind of do. Exactly. I was thinking with the holidays coming up, driving to my parents, it's almost a three-hour drive. I 
Could make some coin. And I do need to get better about texting and driving. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest about it. I know how bad it is. I try to only do it at stoplights. Yeah. But even then, it's distracting. Totally. And how often do you look up and the light's been green? You're like, whoopsie days. I was sending a little texty poo. Speaking of texting and driving and how clearly illegal and not okay it is, I saw a great meme the other day that was like, oh, don't text and drive. Ha ha. Okay. And it was a photo of... Someone driving it in their lap was like a monster CD case. Uh-huh. Do you remember being oh, in high school? Yes. <laughs> flipping through your CD case in the yes. car. Yes. Yeah. So and flipping it out. Oh, yeah. That I was like, oh, super my. bad. We've always been distracted. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't have to text and drive. I've got this. And it was just like <laughs> so accurate. And it was like that black zip up CD case that we all had. You Zennials know. Yes, absolutely. Or, you know. Older millennials, however you prefer to be addressed. <laughs> oh, let's not use the word older. Elder. Elder. Okay, but anyway, better. regardless, if you're interested in making some coin while you're driving, send me a DM. We'll send you the link to On My Way and you get $10 just, just by sign signing up. up. Yeah, no, you sent me the link. I'm totally going to sign up. Yeah, I'm so excited. I was like, I sent it to my dad. My dad was like, did you get hacked? Because <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of, it comes across with like a weird like, hey, I'm making money while driving and yeah. you should too. I'm like, are you? did you join Uber? What's happening? Or an MLM. <laughs> God damn it, Erica. <laughs> We've talked about MLMs. Yes, we don't like them. No, we don't. You know what else we don't like? What's Amy? What um, is that? Our crazy fucking neighbors upstairs. Oh my God. Y'all, we have a story. We do. I think it's about the time we want to start really rewinding our happy hour chats. <laughs> and you noticed last week, we're a little delayed on getting our show up. And yeah. there's a reason for it. So we did record on time last week. Mm-hmm. So On a Tuesday. Yes, on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, on a see you next Tuesday. And uh, we... We've told you before on this podcast that we we live together <laughs> and that we recently moved into a new apartment. And everything apart, this apartment is so much better than our old one. Oh my gosh. Everything. The fixtures, the carpet, just, it's all just new. Uh, so, ha- it's so clean in it's, here. It smells it's good. so nice. Um, but, you know, with all good comes the bad. Yep. And so what fucking blows about this apartment is our bat-ass crazy neighbors upstairs. Uh-huh. So we knew from day one, moving in here, when she was screaming at us to stop banging the door, and we were like, bitch, we're moving. We're moving. Like, sorry, we're not trying to bang the door. Obviously, this is a special circumstance. Mm-hmm. Also, hi, welcome to the neighborhood. You know, thank you for the warm <laughs> welcome. Um, we haven't heard a lot from her since then, but just by the goings-on upstairs, we know that the couple lives up there as issues. Yeah. If we should put it that way. So... All right, you start the story of what happened last week. So Amy and I record in our third bedroom. Mm-hmm. and a after, podcast nook. A podcast nook, as we lovingly refer to it as. And then we take ourselves, we sit out on the porch, we light a beautiful Bath & Body Works three-wick candle, and we edit the show back. That's right. And that's – so we sit in this room. You guys, we can't have, like, the fan on. It gets a little stuffy in here after yeah. an hour to be – to be honest Too about frank. it. So a little fresh air does us good yeah. after we get through this pod. Yeah. So Amy's taking show notes. I'm doing a couple other things, getting the show uploaded, listen to the entire show back. Yes. We were probably at minute 10 of listening to the show back. And we've also been doing this routine since we started the first episode of Podcast Rewind. Over two years. Over two years. And if you've been a longtime listener – you know we even did drunk episodes out on the porch. Yes, we used to back in the day. Where we'll maybe save we got you a little raucous. Yeah, we won't do that anymore. Sorry. By minute 10 this week, mm-hmm. the screaming pitch bitch fit that went on upstairs of, what the F is that noise? Shut the fuck up down there! 
damp, like stamping her feet, taking a broom, pounding it. it on the ground. Guys, we look, we know that we were, you know, listening to something and that maybe it carried a little bit, but this is a podcast. This was not a rock, this was not a Billy Joel concert playback <laughs> that we were doing. It's two women talking. Yeah. We were not listening at full volume. No. Like, I know that we maybe sound a little bit like the disruptors, but guys, I swear. <laughs> I promise we're not the assholes here. We're not the assholes here. Especially when we share with you. That the woman, girl. So she so she screams and yells, and we immediately turned off the podcast. Yeah, to be respectful and to just try to get our bearings on like what the fuck is going What's on happening. So we did turn off the podcast. Yeah, and also we did not yell back. We retaliated yeah. in zero ways. Yeah. But then what, Erica? That was just step one. Step two was when we heard the sliding door upstairs open, close, and then something trickling down our porch screen. To which Amy and I looked at each other and went, that's pee. That is that pee. Is, that's, that is urine. And like. From someone's body. It's a it's a singular drip. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, is it raining? <laughs> in the middle of the screen. In the, just in the middle of the screen. And she doesn't say anything. No. She just, so all of this pee drips. Well, oh. we're just, and we're both fingers crossed praying. It's just liquid, right? It's just, yeah. just um, they knocked over a plant after they sure. watered it. Sure, right? That's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then the smell. Because, like, guys, you know what pee smells like. There's no mistaking the smell of urine. So no. we're sitting there, mouth agape, staring at each other, like, doing, like, a comedic, like, double, ba- double back at the paralyzed. screen. Like, staring at our, like, eyeball to eyeball, looking at the screen, <laughs> looking back at each other, looking at the screen. And then, and then, like I said, the smell hit us. And, and we, we were, were like, like, ugh, that is pee. She peed on us. She peed on us. She peed on us because we made noise for 10 minutes. Yeah. A little bit of noise. Podcast noise. Podcast noise. Again, we don't even have like, we have a little music at the top. I mean, yeah. come on. This is not, we're not doing like a fucking laser light show down no. here. If this, it was absolute insanity. We have never shot up to get bleach so fast in our no, lives. Oh my God. Thank God we had bleach. Well, yeah. And a mop and yeah. all these cleaning supplies. So I'm mopping down the screen. Ugh. And I, I don't know. I've just never been so violated mm-hmm. like that. I mean, the only people that have pissed on me are like my cats. Yeah. You know, on accident. Yeah, well, you know, that you know of. It was it was so horrible. So now we're like tiptoeing around this place yes. all week. Of course, we called the apartment. Of course, we reported it. Um, there haven't been any incidents since. Knock I on knocked wood. on wood there. But like... Ugh, you guys, it was so gross. It was so gross. And then, like, the next day, I'm home after work cooking and, like, listening to a podcast and then, like, nervous I'm making too much noise. Yeah, I'm like, Wait inside a your own apartment. In my own apartment? I should never feel bad about that. Once again, and this is not a raucous house party. No. You're listening to a podcast. Right? It's basically NPR. Uh-huh. And, like, the apartment knows we podcast. Not like uh-huh. we had to pass that by them. No, but we... But it was just a conversation I had with the leasing office, and they thought that was, like, so cool and cute that somebody Absolutely. was doing that here. Absolutely. And thankfully, when that woman was screaming so loudly that one of the community directors happened to be walking that night mm-hmm. and heard the screaming but just didn't know where it was coming from. Yep. So at least we have that corroborated. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah, so obviously... Like, we can't corroborate pee. Like, here's a video of pee, but like, I promise you it's pee. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We did take photo and video, and I was like, "I'll, I'll send it to you." I mean, I can't convey oh my God, the guys, smell. I don't have post it on our Instagram. One hundred percent. This is going on the Instagram. Yeah. I'm so excited for you guys. <laughs> you can first stand. See C-P. the P. See yeah. the hashtag. See the P. I hope we don't get shadow banned. <laughs> 
I, I like I, I had to wait to like listen to our own episode like, yes. on my own in my car like a weirdo listening to my own podcast. I was like at work last the next week. day running through like the show and trying to grab like notes and then I just like messaged you and I was like fuck the show notes and timestamps. I'm posting this thing and yes. I can't I can't have that show in my life anymore. <laughs> we we had to get it out. Um yeah, so we weren't being lazy last week. We just had an incident Guys. with other people's bodily fluids entering our home. Neighbor showers bring the police flowers. next time. They bring the, the police next they time. Bring, oh, that's, that's how that goes. Got it, got it, got so it. So also pray for us in about an hour. We're going to edit this show. And um, Nervous. I, yeah, I really appreciate your thoughts and prayers in our time of need. <laughs> but you know what? What? From pee to something totally to different. To pee. Uh, <laughs> Let's lighten up the mood. Let's do that. Let's move away from the negativity of last week and mm-hmm. go towards the what the fuck. What the I mean, you fuck? were telling me this week that there is a new stage show coming there to sure a city near you, and I didn't know how to comprehend this. And I didn't either at first. And I so I found out from Becca Kufrin? Kufrin's Instagram. A previous bachelorette? A po- yes, a, a bachelorette who's still engaged to her man. Her potentially potentially racist on the internet man. Yeah. It's um, been a minute since he was racist on the internet, but yes. Yeah, he cleaned that up. No, yeah, ABC yeah, yeah, yeah. got to him. Oh, sure. Anyway, she posted something kind of cryptic about, like, are you ready for Bachelor Live on stage? What? And I was like, Mert? Bachelor Live, live on, on stage? stage? I mean, I understand Dancing with the Stars live, live on <laughs> yeah. stage. I understand American Idol live on stage. I Saw understand that these shows that go around and do performances. But I'm like, what exactly do we do on Bachelor? Do I watch you fuck your husband? Or like, what? <laughs> that's not a Bachelor then. No, so that's had, a married man. So, <laughs> so I have, you need a new definition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking, like, at what point in the season? Like, is it oh. fantasy suites? Like, or, like, do they go around and okay, have a different... Of all, a fantasy suite live on stage would sell out like that. Yeah, there's shows like that in Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> Even some parts of New York. Probably you're in Orlando if you know what door to knock on. Uh, sugar daddies? Sugar babies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're doing that. <laughs> um, anyways, I, I had to look it up. So Becca Kufrin and Ben Higgins, who just, you know... We'll go to the opening of a paperback. Bachelor Nation's golden boy. Yes. Um, are going around the the great na- nation, the United States of America. Bachelor nation? Bachelor nation, <laughs> if you will. Hosting these live shows, and like I had to look it up on the internet, and Bustle.com told me that they're basically doing, so they're going to pick an eligible bachelor or bachelorette in each city. So they'll have to do some pre-work, some pre-production on yeah. this. And then there will be contestants in the audience, I assume planted, pre-picked sure. and planted. And so live on stage, these strangers will get up and they'll do like, I guess, one-on-ones and little competitions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the bachelor or bachelorette will potentially pick somebody. I mean, is this just like, um, what was that? The dating show? The dating show where one person has to pick from three. But they but were they're on the other side of the screen. But they can see them. Yeah. A little Chuck so, for you. Yeah. What was that show on MTV? I'm sure singled you don't out? know. Well, Singled Out, kind of like that, yes. Well, yeah, a lot like Singled Out yeah. from great 90s poll. Thank you. But fuck Jenny McCarthy, right? But not Chris Hardwick. Truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but there was another one not too long ago. It was called like First Kiss or something, where two hmm. people who supposedly like matched up on a personality test got put in a room that was totally pitch black, except of course like 
we had infrared cameras so uh-huh. we could see them and they like without ever seeing each other had to go up and like kiss each other oh and then like they would turn the lights on and they would be like oh uh, oh or oh, <laughs> and then like see if they wanted to like go on a date or something i never watched it i just saw previews for it which is probably why i'm explaining it Perfectly. Terribly. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah. Here's my next question. Are we going? If they come to Orlando, are we applying? Well, I don't – I'd love to know the age bracket. (laughs) We're too old for real world. We might need to check out with the parent company because if this is produced Uh, by ABC or if it's Mike Fleiss's company, we would Mm -hmm. need to check out – the parent company of it all. We'd have to. We literally would have to ask okay, mom no, and dad. No, 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 no. <laughs> just mom and dad. No, take all that away. Just on. Yes, we're applying who, and also going. I was everything. Say, everything. Who everything. we are as people. Are we apt yeah. to do this? The I want to. Is, yes. Go to the Bohemian in downtown. Yes. I want to throw back three dirty martinis with blue cheese stuffed olives. One hundred percent. And then walk my ass over to the Amway Arena. Yeah. And guys, if you live in Orlando and you want to come with. <laughs> Text us. We'll do a happy hour rewind meetup yes. for happy hour. We'll actually meet at the bar. Followed by The Bachelor live on stage. Yeah, no, Yes, of course. and then you can all guest on our podcast. Do I want to go to a live shit show? Of course. Yes. Have I ever seen a train wreck in person? No. Well, well yeah. You got peed on last week. Oh, well, that was a little bit of a train wreck. We were leaving that in the past. <laughs> You're right. All right, let's keep moving on. Are yes, you ready? I am. So there's more live on stage things that we had to talk about from this last week. Yeah. So there's been a lot of musical reboots on television, these special one-night events. Another one happened. And you know what? They always get panned. Like, nobody's ever been like, that one was amazing. Yeah. Um, So the first one that ever happened was The Sound of Music. And actually – Is that the first one? I believe so. And the production value was pretty good, but Carrie Underwood – Was not. Can't act her way out of a paper bag, you guys. No. She uh, didn't do Julie Andrews right. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Anyway, there's been plenty since. We've done Grease. We've done Peter Pan. They've done – oh, God, we watched Grease. That one was weird. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It was, it was I was laughing at the take. Peter Pan of it all, that poor – Allison Brie. Allison Williams. Oh, Allison Williams, that's right. Uh, just did not do that part any well, service. And what was so weird about that is that she had her ass eaten on girls, like, in the same week. And then she went on as Peter Pan. <laughs> Like, you could not do two more different things. Exactly. Brian like, Williams must have been proud. Her, her news anchor <laughs> father is so proud. He's proud already fired AF. by then. Okay. So this week, ABC put on, live on stage, The Little Mermaid. They did. And the tweets afterwards were a hoot. That, those were a live show in themselves. They were. Yes. And it was interesting because this one was a live show in the sense that you saw them actually performing it on a stage as if it was like a true musical that they just filmed. Which, if I may, the first live on stage ever that crushed it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Legally Blonde. I knew you were going The musical when they did it on MTV and they did it perfectly to the point where I have gone back and watched that YouTube video. We have together. And I want to when this is over. (laughs) We will probably get pooped on for that. (laughs) By my cat. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, no, that you are absolutely right. That and was that fantastic. Was a, like, live television. They filmed them on in what like, the Rogers Theater, whoever yeah, they, they were. They just filmed a Broadway performance. Filmed the Broadway performance. They tried to do that this time around with The Little Mermaid, but it made it too interactive with the audience and too much, too much, if I can just say that. Like, it yeah. felt awkward. We've seen, I have to hold back. Oh, <laughs> we've seen The Little Mermaid. The musical. We saw the Broadway tour when it came to Orlando, and we um, almost left at intermission. Oh, you guys, yeah. the it only was... time in my ever – I mean, I'm a theater professional, yeah. 
And I have never not stood and clapped until every cast member left the stage during um, the call at the end, the curtain call. Um, I was like, Erica, we, we're going. As soon as the lights went up, I, I we left the theater. It was so bad. When they started I could not the clap for any of it. The role of so-and-so will be played by so-and-so. The role of so-and-so will be played by so-and-so. Everyone was a stand-in. Was, everyone was a stand-in, a swing. It was their mom. Everything. So I just have not had great experiences with the Little Mermaid. We do need to stop. Okay, so this, like you said, so normally when we do these live on stage or these live musicals on television, they're on a sound stage. Yeah. But this one, they really did set up a a traditional proscenium theater Mm -hmm. with the sets moving in and out, like you would see at a live performance, and they just filmed that. Yeah. So they had celebrities in this. uh, Yep. And so, what's what's her name that played Mermaid? I can't remember. Ariel? Oh, um... Is that Alyssa? No, it's... She's a girl who played Moana. I cannot pronounce her name correctly. Right. Well, anyway, she was really talented, but yes. maybe a little meh in well, the like, role. Especially because they, every time she was playing Ariel with her tail, yeah. they, like, pinned her to a rock. Yes, she couldn't, so like, she stand couldn't move. really move and emote and then with her full body. Sometimes they would pick her up with a performer flying system mm-hmm. and, like, scoot her around in the air for a while. Yeah. But then sit her back on a rock where someone attached her to it, obviously. Which was crazy because Queen Latifah, who beautifully yes. played Ursula, walked and right. is an octopus. And she just had a costume with octopus legs coming yes. off the dress. So I was and she say, was amazing. So she, she, she saved she was that a show. Flat. I was going to say, in the order in which you see them, next you see the next celebrity, which is Shaggy <laughs> as Sebastian the Crab. Uh-huh. And um, Shaggy's a rapper mm-hmm. who sings a little. Mm-hmm. But Sebastian the Crab has a full-on number. Couple of yeah. two numbers. Yeah. And I know why they picked Shaggy, because he is Jamaican. Correct. But um, it was a little rough. It it was a no for me. And dog. so, like, watching the tweets, we were like, woof. But then here comes Queen Latifah as Ursula. And she yes. gives her Liz. performance as in uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls. And we're like, all right, the ship is riding itself. The oh, ship, yeah. Here we go. We're back on track. Then we get into the second act. And John Stamos is cast as the French chef. Mm-hmm. Tell me your Le thoughts. Poisson. Le Poisson. He overdid the song. I mean, it's really just such like a quick moment in the movie. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the chef when Ariel's like a human. God, I cannot believe this. I'm like explaining the Little Mermaid. It's so dumb. <laughs> You've seen but, it. Like, you You've know. seen it. You know things. Um, He just like overperformed it to the point where it, he made it comical. Yes. He was definitely going big. Yeah. He was chewing the scenery, as we say. Oh, do we? We, <laughs> in my profession. Okay. Of the theater. But it was it was it was a lot. It was a lot. Everything was just a lot. I don't think anything absurd. aligned correctly. I think if you want to go and just watch the YouTube clips, you're golden. Skip all of them. Just watch Poor Unfortunate Souls. I mean, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah slays. When you're good to mama, mama's, mama's good, good to you. you. I think she's vying for the spot in the true live action movie, which I, I have to imagine have is gonna be really good because when they do the live action movies. They do such a different twist. Yes. I'm still excited for that. I do feel like there have been so many reboots of The Little Mermaid. We had this. I know the Broadway tour is out. We're doing the movie. It just feels like it's a lot of mermaid. I don't under... I mean, the musical came out in like 2008. Yeah. So it's been a long time. They just the tour a Broadway, lot. Yeah. However, I do question why 
mom and dad, um, mm-hmm. did a live action on TV and then they're creating a live action movie. I have questions about that I don't too. know why that's happening so close together. Is it the 30th anniversary of Mermaid? Ooh, it did come out in like 89 or 90 yeah. or 91. Yeah. It came out Somewhere one of those. Somewhere around there. Could, so maybe that's be the, the reason for it? Because I think the we live love act- a, We love an anniversary. When a lot of our live actions, our Disney's live actions, like to line up. So for instance, they released uh, The Lion King this year and it was the 25th anniversary of Lion King. So if they're releasing Mermaid next year or the year after, that might be the 30th. Probably. Something like that. Who knows? Speaking of anniversaries, if I can move on, though. Yeah. So Friends, a television show, we just talked about it a couple weeks ago when we, like, dived deep into, like, TV from our kids. It's their 25th anniversary Uh of airing recently. And a piece of news came out today. I heard about this on another podcast, and they were questioning the validity of it, but you said it's valid as fuck. Well, so says BuzzFeed. Okay. HBO has confirmed that all six principal cast members – and the creators, David, I can't remember their names. It's David and... Um, Marta Kaufman. Marta Kaufman and David somebody. All Crane, have... David com- Crane and Marta Kaufman. Very good. HBO has confirmed for their new streaming service, HBO Max, that all eight of them are under contract for a Friends reboot. Correct. I also love that you called them like the principals. Like, they're just like the, the six, stars. The stars of Friends. Sorry. I think you've got your theatrical brain right. I know. I'm really getting into my business jargon right now. I'm sorry. So hold on. Let me sip my red. Yes. But basically we're saying that Ross and Rachel are no longer on a break and they're coming back to our television <laughs> screens. And I have to ask, why? Why? Because everyone else is wondering, could we be any happier? And right. I keep wondering. No, I'm good. I'm good. So they, first of all, we don't know if what this is. We don't know if they're yeah. going to do a Christmas special. We don't know if they're I going to start a new series. Like, I hope not. But, you know, the cast members have been asked for years if yes. they're ever going to do a reboot. And they've always said, and the creators have always said, why mm-hmm. would we do that? We had the perfect ending of a television show. And it's one of those shows that no one debates. Everyone agrees it ended perfectly it really did then they gave joey a spinoff and that also no. didn't need to happen we're gonna black that out though out of our collective pop culture memories <laughs> if it's on imdb amy then it happened <laughs> i did and we have it. to accept it uh, gia de mateo really tried or what's it's not gia is it dia dina, dina de mateo no it's been as the g yeah who knows <laughs> um I actually heard them talking about, wouldn't it be great if, like, no reboot, no, like, true just reunion special. Yes. It's just a big interview with them all around the table talking about their favorite times on Friends and behind-the-scenes things that we don't know about. That that, that I, would I would love. Watch. Like, a, just a six-parter. Yeah, because we don't know or, like, what this contract is. Like, dive deep into the character of Rachel. Because, like, I can't imagine 20-plus years later that, you know, Jennifer Anderson could slide back into who Rachel Green was because she was such a very specific character who had some redeeming qualities but also was really annoying yeah i believe lisa kudrow could immediately be phoebe she's comedic gold she's talented she's amazing but like i think someone like back then they were all like oh you know rachel's within me or like i am ross but they've all gone on to do other things and we're shedding their friends character yeah i wonder if like it wouldn't work the same way 
though then again it's working really well with Will and Grace. That show's still on it their is. reboot and, and doing we, really well. We've seen other reboots like Murphy Brown oh. bite the dust. I, I just told you before we hit record, within five minutes of the 90210 reboot airing, they took it off the air. Poor Tori Spelling. I think mid mid episode they Tori, just yanked a cord. Tori Spelling needs to catch a fucking break Does somewhere. She, she, or well, should she just like move she, to Idaho? <laughs> Open a little store and just oh, not. a bed and breakfast? Oh, she fuck. did that on television already. And that failed too. In Idaho? It was some Midwestern town. Yes. But anyway, so if a Friends reboot is coming, I am behind it in the sense that I don't want the series to be sullied by a shitty reboot. If they're going to do something, I, I love that idea about the talkback. Yeah. They were on some panel not too long ago, but like Lisa Kudrow was on Skype. She couldn't make oh, it for some that reason. That was not so much for them. It was one of the producers at NBC who put on a lot of TV shows. Yeah. They were doing like an honor of him. Yes. One of the directors. How? Um, I can't come no, up with it right now. We're not going to do it. We're not. We're not going to get there. Okay. But yeah, but you know, that was the closest thing to like, and well, and then there's been a lot of conversation about whether this is happening or not uh, in the last week because Jennifer Aniston joined Instagram. Which yeah, that I was your mentioned a couple week, my shot, shot of the a week. couple weeks ago. And she recently posted a picture of all six of them. So the internet was wondering, like, do they just still hang out like this or are they all at a table read? Yeah. So I don't know. And so that's going to go on HBO Max, which is going to be their new streaming service, which Mm -hmm. is different than HBO. And I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention yesterday Disney Plus launched. Sure did. And I've already watched two shows on it, and it is so good. High School Musical, the musical, the series – 12 out of 10, I recommend. We talked about Disney Plus on this show, too, because remember I was like, when's it going to stop? Like, yeah. I have Netflix. I have Hulu. I have Amazon Prime. I have HBO Now, which evidently is going to be different than HBO Max. Uh-huh. And, and now you're like, Disney Plus. When, and now, and I fucking bought Disney Plus. It's so good. But I'm the so The interface ex- is really easy. I'm so excited about uh, it. It was really good. And like the Behind the Imagineer work and oh my how God. they make the parks like I cried four times you were watching that when I came home and I just like sat down on the couch and you're like do you want to turn this off and I was like in a minute <laughs> like when it's over we can turn it off it's not done yet no it you guys you have to watch that Imagineers thing on it's, Disney Plus you have to get Disney Plus you just have you to. just have to my Small mom and my sister yeah to text me I'll give you my login <laughs> well so speaking of TV that is rapturing yeah other yes. than Disney Plus this week I messaged you and Beth and was just like, I don't really actually care what you're doing, but you must stop and run to your computers because the Dr. Phil interview with Natalia Grace, the girl that we talked about a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. is she a 30-year-old psychopath? Is she an orphan from Ukraine who has dwarfism? We don't know. Still unclear. Still unclear. But the episode dropped. And I stopped what I was doing Same. on company time. <laughs> We did the YouTube, and I was enraptured. Oh, so good. So Dr. Phil has her, Natalia, and her new adopted parents. Yes. And from what Natalia tells him. Oh, but she's been with them for seven years, yeah. which I didn't know. Okay, sorry. No. So, and that's insane. Because when the news broke, we thought, like, maybe she was still eight. Like, you don't know that, like, actually when the uh, the, the breaking first news. set of adopted parents. I mean, she's had a couple. She's she was been, in foster care. She's been in over 30 homes. It's insane. But when that family, like, abandoned her and moved yes. to Canada, she was, at the time, eight. So But that news just broke, and so it's crazy to not realize that that was eight years ago. Yeah, it all happened. It went down in 2011, yeah. is the point you're making. Correct. And now it's all coming up. It's an unclear. It's, it's unclear. very unclear So why. she's on with the new adopted family, and they're telling the story of how, like, they just walked by a house one day, and she was sitting on the stoop, and they said, 
how old are you? And she said, I'm 22. And they were like, oh, but are you? And she's like, oh, no, I'm eight. And then, do you want to come home with us? And she's like, yep. And that was the end of it. Then they adopted her. Well, not officially. She just (laughs) lives with them. She just lives with them. Why didn't you ask, like, where her parents are? Confirm that there weren't parents around. I had a lot of questions for everybody in the room other than Phil. Well, you know that I am a avid Dr. Phil watcher. Correct. So he does this pretty often. Like when a story like that just kind of stops everybody for a second, he can usually get an interview with them. Mm-hmm. Like he get got the interview with Gypsy Rose Lee after, you know, that nonsense. He, or Gypsy Rose Blanchard, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back in the theater again. <laughs> Gypsy Rose Dump it. Lee is in Gypsy. Um, he gets these like ripped from the headline yeah. people to come in totally. all the time. Super sensational things and then he... Just must make so much money in advertising. <laughs> right. I, like, and you want to advertise on the show? And the name recognition. Yeah. Like, they reach out to these people. Like, will you talk to Dr. Phil? They're like, yeah, doctor. Yes, of course. Oh, my God, Mr. Phil? The doctor is calling? Yeah, of course. But um, it was so – you watched it. Uh-huh. And I didn't get to watch the full show show because yeah. I just showed clips on Dr. Phil. And he didn't ask, like, the most important questions. We're like, one, do you have a full bush? And, like <laughs> – <laughs> Drop, drop trout needs to do this. And like, oh, you're 16? But for how long have you been 16? Yes. Because I watched the show and, you know, she just gave us these tidbits about like, oh, no, that family was mean to her. They really did leave her on her own. This new family's great. But I most certainly believe I was looking at a woman and not a child. So, yes. Yeah. So, over features, the way she behaved. So Dr. Phil, I watched the show. So Dr. Phil asks her at the top, how old are you? And she says she's 16 which is in line with how old she says she was when the Barnett family adopted her uh-huh. in 2010. And then they abandoned her in 2011. So the Barnett family, when they – just to like recap real quick. They thought she was six when they adopted her and eight when they left her. But they quickly believed that she was much older than six because, as as you mentioned, the mom went to give her a bath and was like, you have pubic hair. Yeah. And they realized quickly, you have all of your adult teeth yeah. already. And, and this is when we first talked about it. We were so enraptured with the yes. story. So anyway, they they determined that she was in her 20s. And that's why they abandoned – they get her an apartment. They pay yeah. it up for a year. They move to Canada. Then this family finds her. And we think the reason that the story is breaking now is because that mom and dad are divorcing. And mom gave a story to the Daily Mail. And that's how it blew up. And so now Dr. Phil's got them. And he's trying to get their side of the story. And to your point – I do agree that – so by the way, she has she has dwarfism, yeah. Natalia Grace. So she is very – I don't want to say odd because I don't want to be, you oh. know, rude. But um, she she's – you know, she's got a different look to her than like yeah. – So this is why like if you're 16 or 8 or 22, it's difficult to tell because her body doesn't – yeah. she's so short. But her face, her head is fully – is uh, a normal size, I will say. Mm-hmm. And her mannerisms and her – um, facial, like the maturity of the That's mannerisms I mean. on her face are not that of a 16-year-old. When I was 16, like I was still going through puberty and, yeah. you know, your face doesn't know what it's doing. You've got acne. I mean, this girl had some solid skin for, if she says she's 16. And those are the things that kind of like, you know, her face had slimmed down. Like that happens yeah. when you're in your 20s. Like you go through round two of puberty. Right. There were so many of those things that made you just, Oh, that's an adult. But on the other hand, if you were to believe her story, her 
baby and toddler years were spent in an orphanage or a group home. And how many stories have we heard about kids that come out of those situations and get adopted and they have that detachment issue. And so she is, let's say her story is true and she went through all that. Then she was passed around in the American foster system through 28 families till she was adopted by one and promptly abandoned and is now with this family. This is a 16 year old who's seen some shit. So in some ways, I could believe that she's more mature than a typical 16, an American 16-year-old who's, you know, worried about boy bands. Well, that's so funny that you say it in that respect because when I did see Dr. Phil talking about it, he said that kids who come out of foster care or orphanages, especially over in Europe, are deeply developmentally behind. Mm -hmm. And so if she came out at six, she should really only have the mentality of a three-year-old. Yes, he did say that. Despite how much that she has seen, as well as... The problem is, like, they're not celebrating her birthday every year. When she's so little. So she doesn't know she was in there for six years or ten years. Yes. And because of her dwarfism, like, like I said before, you can't cut her in half and, like, count the rings. <laughs> you have to, like, take it based on, like, what these companies are saying, like, when they move her back and forth. And, you know, through all of the different agencies that, you know, we think that we know she is a certain age. And so – I saw Dr. Phil then talking to George Stephanopoulos, and he was like, yeah, yeah. I don't think she's 30, the way the Barnetts would agree. He's like, I don't think she's 16. I think she lives somewhere in the middle, and I think it's because, unfortunately for her, because, listen, my heart breaks for her regardless. Yes. Her first six years are deeply lost. 100%. Yeah, so Dr. Phil concludes that he doesn't know how old she is, and he, he can't b- cut people in half. He can't count the rings. And he really believes that she just doesn't know how old she is, and yeah. she just is relying on the people around her. And his point was like, he asked her point blank, like, why do the Barnetts want to get rid of you so badly after two years? Like, you say that, you know, she has all of these stories. So the the Barnetts, her adoptive family, say she poured bleach on our coffee. She tried to push the mom into an electric fence. But then she has all these other stories like, oh, I'm cleaning and my arms are short. And I accidentally sprayed some pledge under her coffee. Yeah. Oh, I fell over and she went to catch me and we were near a fence. She has all these stories to mitigate yeah. how they claim she's crazy. And so he asks her, well, then why did they want to get rid of you so bad? Yeah. Bad enough that they put you in an apartment and moved to Canada. Canada. And she's like, oh, I don't know. And she kind of like, maybe it's fake crying. Maybe it's not. Oh, that was fake fucking crying. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I don't know. Question. When you were six, were you giving, were you given pledge? And told to clean like that? I think I was handed, but I wasn't expected to actually do a spit spot job. And my mom sure shit moved her coffee. Yeah. First of all, that too. I mean, I think I attempted like, to make a bed to the best of my degree. table with an open cup of coffee on it? Like, if yeah. you're cleaning, you you Because he asked clean her point blank. He was like, you know, they say that you would like be at the edge of their bed like with a knife. She's like, oh, I don't know why they would say that. And they're like, well, what if they have video or photographic evidence of that? What would you say to that? And she was like, wait, what? Yeah, and a they little bit. don't, but I think he was just lawyering up kind of and like yeah. asking like the right pointed questions. Um But his conclusion was that I agree with like whether she was a psychopath or not or she doesn't scare me right now. Or how old she is or she has she isn't she's a human and she didn't deserve to be abandoned that she doesn't deserve anything that's happened to her. Yeah. Um, my heart breaks for her that she just like I said, she lost so much part of like the beginning stages of her life that she just doesn't know anything right and if her story is true she's still a minor and so you know yeah but then again she could be in her 20s she could be 33 yeah i mean they did a bone density test that said she was 14 when she was supposedly eight Mm -hmm. but when you have that kind of dwarfism is that accurate do we know enough do we know enough about that i can't imagine that we do i don't know i'll go back to med school i'll figure it out (laughs) 
I'll report back next week. This is Erica's life mission now. Um, you know what? We're going to ride this out. Do you want to talk more TV stuff? Because... Yeah, you got something? I do. Okay. We have a crush here at Happy Hour Rewind. Oh, I know where we're going. And it's... It's deep. It's deep. It's real. This love is unrequited. It is not returned in our favor. <laughs> returned. As is most celebrity love. <laughs> but guys, Seth Meyers has our heart. Giant crush on Sethy. Our favorite thing to do at 9 o'clock every night mm-hmm. is double check to see if Seth has a closer look up on his YouTube page. That's right. It sounds like we don't watch cable TV, but I promise we do. <laughs> Amy talks about enough cable TV, so do I. Oh yeah, you know about my 90 Day Fiance. Just, we were talking so much about great streaming and all of these things. <laughs> um, but... Seth Meyers is just such a fucking awesome late night host. He's so great. Now, it's also easy on the eyes. It's not bad. Is it also possible that he's the reason we have Trump as president? Yeah. 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 The White House Correspondents Dinner 2011. Look it up, people. Look it up. (laughs) Does it put a blemish on him? A little bit. A little bit. But does he know this and is able to make jokes to deal? Also, yes. Yes. But speaking of jokes, yes. he came out with a Netflix special this a, past week. A stand-up oh. Netflix special where he's not wearing a suit, he's not behind the desk. Like, we've seen him since he was on SNL doing yes. Weekend Update. Yes. You know, we he's a funny dude. He's not just politically funny, and he can do so much more, and this Netflix special is one of the best ones I've watched in a long time. I was going to say the exact same thing. The arc of all of the different comedy was amazing. If you like John Mulaney, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're going to love... Seth Meyers, because instead of just making fun of people or, you know, pulling out, like, easy jokes, like, politics. Polit- politics. Politics. Wow. You can do it. I just, like, stuttered. Um, it's like a dirty <laughs> word now. <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? It's like Voldemort. Don't talk about it. But he sees the funny things in his life and shares them with you in such an amazing way, which is why he brought us Lobby Baby on Netflix, which is one of the greatest titles of Netflix special ever it's like based on a true life event because you guys his wife actually gave birth to their second son in the lobby of their apartment Apartment. building and you get to know all about it (laughs) in the funniest funniest way way. the way a woman in an emergency delivery with no medical attention can be funny (laughs) it's every woman's dream now here is the thing yeah this woman his wife alexi from the time the water broke to her being like we have to go to the hospital getting to like the lobby and then being like the baby's here like it was minutes so like no woman is like oh god i'm so sorry you had a baby in a lobby it took you 10 minutes to pop out a kid no fuck you you have that baby where you have that baby (laughs) that baby told her i'm ready hi i'm ready (laughs) okay that's my favorite thing women plan and like i don't have a kid one day women have these like birth plans and forget to ask the kid inside do you agree to this and then that kid goes Go fuck yourself. Right, I'm going to take 47 hours. It's not the woman's birth. She was born when she was born. Yeah. It's the baby's, baby's birth. birth. He's like, it's my birthday, not yours. <laughs> We're celebrating me, me on this day. Right now. And I'll tell you when that starts. <laughs> <laughs> Button up, lady. <laughs> also tell you from a boy or a girl. Except you have no say. Which has no uh, determination on my gender identity. <laughs> when I learn to speak, I'll let you know about that. <laughs> Accurate. Unclear on lobby babies. <laughs> preferred gender pronouns. However, what I loved the most about this um, stand-up special that I was telling you about, because I was like, you have to watch it, which was an easy get for you. Like, Yeah, I watched it. I watched it the next day. Um, he did a great thing with Netflix where he did decide to talk about politics for he about did. 10 minutes. And you know how Netflix has the skip intro option when you Love start it? it? Perfect. He 
had a button that said skip politics. He's like, I'm going to go into my politics <laughs> section, click right here. And he pointed and a little button popped up. It was like, skip politics if you want. He's like, I'll see you in a few minutes. Fucking brilliant. Oh, so great. It was so good. Now, and not to give watch away the politics part. It's funny. It's really funny. And not to give away everything, but he does one of the most brilliant oh, things yes. when he comes back. Like, I almost don't want to give it away. It's so funny what he does. He makes you question, should I have skipped that section? Yeah, but don't just don't skip it. Don't skip it at all. But no, I was just like, it's kind of what I needed the other day. Just a really nice, like, sit down, watch a really funny stand-up, and just, he's intellectual, but he's yes. not over-your-head intellectual. A solid hour of well-crafted yeah. comedy. Oh, it's the best. And if you're not on the Seth Meyers train, might I introduce you to Soaks, Soaks, <laughs> Jokes Seth Can't Tell. Amber says what? He's a great new bit right now on his show where he has a millennial come on from his staff. Oh, yeah. And he will hold up photos of things from the 90s and 80s. And she's like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And it's it makes you feel old. I'll tell you that. If oh, you're, if when you're she, when also a Zenial. I was like, well, deep cut. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys, we can't recommend Lobby Baby any more than that because Netflix isn't paying us to. Yeah. No. Um, and if you haven't need any other TV recommendations from us, DM us. <laughs> Sometimes up. our happy hours really are all about television. I was going to say, come at us. We got racks. We have so many recommendations. All of my holiday baking shows are coming back. Yes. The full throttle on Food Network. So pleased. Life After Lockup Season 2 is rumored to be in the works. <laughs> so stoked. Oh, this was only Season 1? Well, Love After See, Love After Lockup is in season three, but they debuted Life After Lockup after oh. season two of Love After Lockup. So it's like following up on uh-huh. some of the couples that you already know. Do you have an org chart in your room for like how shows start and like where they move to? Like you can figure out Teen Mom. Yeah. Teen Mom 2, OG Mom, mm-hmm. After Teen Mom, We're Still Teen Moms. Like all of the different show titles, you have them all figured out perfectly. Sometimes, By the way, half of those were not actual titles of a show. It was pretty close. <laughs> Sometimes I remember when my own life events happened based on what season of my shows were on. If I'm like, okay, well, I'm not sure when that happened, but it was during Ben's season of The Bachelor, so that had to be 2015. (laughs) And I'm not joking about that. I know these things for truth. I only request from now on when you tell me a story about a time in your life that you then go, and that was also the season where um, Dina got arrested because she was having a meatball day on Jersey Shore. I will only accept stories from you from now on. Your request is my demand. (laughs) Command. Command. But it's like on demand. (laughs) My God, see, I pulled it back to TV. I meant to do that. Uh, Coming soon, our own streaming channels. Amy, just here's what it is. I'm so excited for everybody who's listening to yeah. this rambling. Uh-huh. Um, somebody messages you and just gives you a taste <laughs> time. And, you tell and I write back three of the reality show seasons that I was watching that were on then. Yes. Ah, that was a good year. That was Fred Romack's first season on The Bachelor. <laughs> and also the Team Mom episode where Farrah screamed at her mom. Okay, okay that's all of them. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I'm making it easier on myself. Miss Cleo hotline. Yes, 100%. (laughs) I also do think I should have my own version of the people's couch where, like, I'm drinking wine and eating popcorn and be like, God damn it, Angela, again. (laughs) That's a 90 day reference. I believe you. Um, I think we need to stop this immediately. This happy hour, because I'm crying. And um, figure out. Do you also have to pee? (laughs) Not yet. Fingers crossed. Guys, we're going to. 
close up shop and go edit and please pray for us <laughs> seriously thoughts and prayers please. thoughts and prayers um we hope we see you guys next week we may have gotten someone arrested between now and then. We'll fill you in on next week's happy hour 100%. rewind. Um, come visit us on our socials. DM us. Let us know what you're drinking this week and who with and what you've talked about and, at your happy hours. And when your happy hour was so Amy can tell you what TV shows were <laughs> happening during that time frame. Oh, Fridays. <laughs> love after lockup. I love Fridays. I can't. I can't. Okay, guys. You know what to do no matter what this week. Do not forget to be kind and rewind. See you at the bar. Bye. Don't pee.